Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. Yay, welcome. We are so excited to be with you today. If you're new to Flyover Conservatives, our slogan is wake up, speak up, and show up. We all wanted President Trump to do 80 million things to save our country. And what we've learned over these last couple of years, what we really need is 80 million of us to do one thing every single day to save our own country. And not just every single day, the next 348 days uh, specifically, because that is how many days we have until the 2024 presidential elections. And in the meantime, though, what do you do? Do you just suck your thumb? Are you depressed? Or you look at like... It is a tough time financially on the American people, and uh, we're going to highlight a little bit of that, but we have a guest with some solutions, and we're going to bring a little humor to it in uh, tonight's show, but buckle up till the end because there's a lot to learn on this episode. Check it out. Anything you need today? Yeah. Great. Okay. Oh, God. Everything okay, ma'am? Oh, it's just that you've only scanned a few items and it's already 60 bucks. I'm so scared. Okay, I'm a trained professional, ma'am. I've scanned a lot of groceries. I need you to stay with me. I need you to take a deep breath. We're about to do the cheese. <gasps> oh, my God. Don't look up there. It only makes it worse. Keep your eyes on me, okay? <sighs> Can't you just scan something less expensive? Now brace yourself. I'm about to do the mixed nuts. Oh, my God. I'm going to pass out. Okay, bite down on this, Patricia. Get ready. I'm going to do the cured meats. No, stop. I can't do this anymore. It's too late. There's a line behind you, okay? You're locked in. Okay, your total's $257.84. You got to dig deep. This is the hardest part. Patricia, it's time to pay. All jokes aside, this is incredibly difficult. 2001, this all would cost in Southern California $81. Let's go see how much it costs right now, today in 2023. Shit, Oreos, bread. Excuse me. So I got three bags of Lay's, three gallons of Horizon whole milk, two 12 packs of soda, two packs of Oreos, cocoa pebbles, three pints of orange juice, Tropicana, three packs of bacon, Wonder Bread, three of these, four cartons of eggs, and two DiGiorno's. Here's the other thing to keep in mind. There's also shrinkflation, so you're also getting less Oreos, less potato chips. Everything's smaller. Let's go see how much it costs right now, today in 2023. Here we go. Here's the final finale. $195, so it's two and a half times more. They printed $10 trillion. What do you think that's going to do to the prices of every fixed commodity? That is oh. crazy. Because, because you can't be mad. You can't cry. No, I, uh, I did laugh a lot. Ongoing. You, you, you've got to laugh a little bit. And that's kind of where comedy comes in because it is a, a pressure valve release, yeah. you know, in, in our society. But the, the reality of it is you see these numbers on the screens. And historically, you know, people, you know, as a Republican, a Democrat, you know, this would be maybe 2% less in taxes. doesn't mm-hmm. really affect you. And it's taken out of your paycheck. And you didn't really even know. Most people are in an you know, employee, you know, uh, situation. And it's taken out. And they, they kind of feel like they get a tax return yep. at the end. It was kind of like forced savings, you know, a little bit, but we're in a situation now where it's impacting people on the, on the daily situations of, Mm -hmm. of, of shopping for groceries. Epic times did an article. We're going to put it down below. Um, basically uh, highlighting a real people, a guy named Oscar Taylor, who is the owner of a gun shop in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Um, he's owned the shop for seven years. He's been able to have his wife at home raising their children. And he says it's no longer an option under the Biden economy. He said uh, every every facet of his business has been affected, the cost of goods, um, every single thing involved. They, they highlight a mechanic, 
uh, on the East Coast. They're talking about about the numbers and how it's in, impacting real people. And to give you a couple of numbers, and we're going to bring on a brilliant mind to break this down. Um, the average American household spent two hundred and two dollars more per month in July twenty two uh, than 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 the year before, but it's seven hundred and nine dollars more per month than it was uh, in twenty one. Seven hundred and nine dollars per month of the equivalent of if, if you'd ask somebody in twenty twenty one, hey, uh, would you like a brand new car? You can get a payment for about seven hundred and nine dollars a month. You get this brand new car. They'd be like, no, I can't afford can't that. Afford it. Well, now it's seven hundred nine dollars a month, but there's no new car. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just called living. Uh, this is the reality of Bidenomics. Um, research shows forty three percent of U.S. adults. Uh, do not have enough in their savings account to cover a $1,000 emergency uh, expense. 61% of adults said they're barely making it between pay periods. This is a CNBC poll. So I think, I think both parties are, are very aware of this. One last number, U.S. consumer credit card debt reached an all-time high in the second quarter of 2023. It broke $1.03 trillion Jeez. in consumer credit card debt. The interest on that alone is most of them are in the 20-some percent. That's a $45 billion spike between the first and the second quarter of this year. So between January, February, mm-hmm. March, between quarter one and uh, 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 the second quarter of the year we're in, consumer credit card debt increased $45 billion. That means people are making mm-hmm. this gap filled with credit card debt, credit card spending. We don't want to just talk doom and gloom. We need solutions. I can't think maybe that has more solutions than somebody that's part owner in 160 different companies and is incredible at personal responsibility and his own finances to, to come from kind of a paycheck to paycheck upbringing uh, to be able to break that cycle and, and actually go to abundance and help other people do the exact same. And I think that's what everybody that watches this show is interested in. So from the Thrive Time Show, Mr. Clay Clark. Yay! I appreciate you guys allowing me to be here. And uh, Dave, I wanted to you uh, sent me over. Uh, when you guys text me what you wanted to talk about today. I was I was very excited because uh, I like talking about personal finance, so I'm ready to go. Well, people are struggling, mm-hmm. and, and it's gotten to the point where it's universal. If 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 there's no political affiliation connected, you're not wearing a Trump shirt, or there's nothing. If you were just at the mall, or you just went to a downtown, or say people that left like elephant in the room, you know, getting a haircut, and you surveyed them out front, like, and you ask them. What is the, what is your discretionary income look like on a monthly basis now compared to when it did when when Trump left office? Um, it's it's dramatically different, and that's not for some people. It's pretty much for for everybody, other than mm-hmm. like uh, high level politicians and pharmaceutical companies. Well, okay, um, I'll start with the the bad stuff, and maybe just get yeah. worse, and then end on a positive note. I guess. Um, <laughs> okay, so Please. just so we're clear, um, Brazil, Russia. India, China, South Africa, as Kirk Elliott talks about on your show and other uh, economic minds, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, they're all teaming up together to introduce a gold-backed programmable central bank digital currency. Um, on January 1st this year, the BRICS, uh, five, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, those five are going to expand to 11. So it's going to be the BRICS 11 starting January 1st, and that will be the first time since, uh, in a long time, um, since uh, where more transactions for oil will be done not using the dollar than using the dollar. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be approaching a time where the dollar is going to not be worth less. It will be worth less. So, um, and for examples of that, I will give you some examples of uh, what is to come. So um, let me read these off here because I don't want to exaggerate. I want everyone to assume I'm making this up. So I'm going to give you facts here. Um, here we go. Here we go. Facts, folks. Zimbabwe, 2008, their inflation rate hit nine, uh, 79,000. It's mm. in 79. 79- 
79.6 billion percent. So their inflation rate is 79.6 billion percent, which means the price has doubled every 24 hours. Unbelievable. So, so um, to you see how that works, I used to have a, a And they restaurant. were the breadbasket, right, Clay? Right? They were the breadbasket of, of, yeah. of Africa. Very successful uh, country, yes. Um, as Venezuela, which was the wealthiest in the region, their inflation rate hit 41% uh, in 2013, and then it moved to 65,000% in 2013. Um, Yugoslavia, uh, their inflation rate hit 313 million percent um, in 1994. Um, per, that means your, the price doubles every 1.4 days. Uh, Peru in 1990, their inflation uh, got moved to a place where the prices doubled every 13 days. And that was 150% 1990. Nicaragua, uh, they hit uh, 120% inflation in 1986, which was every 16 days. And uh, basically, right before we hopped into World War II, uh, you began to see inflation in uh, Germany. Uh, that was of inflation of three point. It was where the prices doubled every three point seven days. Every three point seven days. So um, that's what is happening. Um, and if you want to read about it in the Bible, it's Revelation chapter six, verse five through six. Revelation chapter six, verse five through six. And if you want to learn about it from Joe Biden, go to uh, YouTube and type in World Economic Forum Joe Biden twenty sixteen. And at that uh, particular presentation, Joe Biden was introduced by Klaus Schwab, and he talked about introducing the Fourth Industrial Revolution. So Joe Biden talked about introducing the Fourth Industrial Revolution. He was the keynote speaker. And the Fourth Industrial Revolution involves moving to a cashless uh, world where we have central bank digital currencies. And just um, yesterday, let me pull this up because I was trying to get this ready for you guys because you, you said, we're going to talk about this today. I said, that's fair, but I wanted to make sure I have some stuff for your listeners that's very fact, factual driven here. Um, so the Dutch uh, Central Bank now admits that it's preparing for the a new gold standard. So you can look that up today. The Dutch, the Dutch government has now said, yep, we are preparing yep. for bank digital currencies. It'll be gold-backed. And the International Monetary Fund, International Monetary Fund, just released a report um, today that states that the IMF <clears throat> released a digital currency, hand, a, a central bank digital currency handbook uh, today. So specifically at two thirty a.m. this morning, the uh, International Monetary Fund released their uh, central bank digital currency um, handbook. And if you want to Google that and find it, Zero Hedge did an article on it already. But you yep. can do a search for IMF releases digital currency handbook for world's central banks. So um, as I've been mentioning on other shows um, is I've been working on this new book called How to Speak Mandarin in a Quarantine Camp. Uh, and that's <laughs> a book that I hope that's never uh, a book that you need to read. Um, but that's where they're pushing us right now. They're wanting to completely collapse the dollar. So the only way that you could feed your family is to accept the universal basic income, which will be rolled out under the skin via a central bank digital currency. And if you don't believe me, that's a good uh, look up MIT Quantum Dot. That's the MIT Quantum Dot. And that's the technology that stores your medical and financial records under your skin. Uh, Clay, the one commonality I found, uh, you know, historically, you, you mentioned Germany. You know, you mentioned yeah. some of these 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 uh, situations. When a country runs out of resources and they hit hyperinflation, they're forced. They're, they're literally forced mm -hmm. to, to become aggressive <clears throat> Uh, in kinetic in a military way. Um, I mean, that, 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 that's, that's what they end mm -hmm. up doing. Cause Hey, we don't have enough. We need to expand and, and take and try to fix this. And right. do you see a connection between Biden policies and leftist policies that have led us into, we're literally at, at a war on all fronts in every single, every single direction. And the, I, 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 I want to tighten that. 
I have a guy that cuts my hair. He's he he's grew up in Cuba until he's almost 20, 20 years old. His his uncle and father were both political prisoners. At one point, his uncle had part of his finger uh, cut off as part of a political prisoner torture uh, thing Jeez. in in Cuba. You know, because so he, he kind of knows what it's like. You know, yeah. that, you know, America's not the worst. It's like, no, he's I, I know what this other. And he said, you know, it's it's, it's interesting. He goes, uh, you know, Venezuela, great oil producer, mm-hmm. communist policies. They don't even have any oil. Argentina, uh, right. incredible wealth country, 10th wealthiest country in the world, uh, exporter of beef and meat. They have no no meat and beef. Uh, and he goes and in Cuba sugar. He goes, literally, there's a there's a sugar shortage in Cuba. And right. he goes, he goes, so he goes, if, if the communists, and he told me this this morning is get my hair cut. Cause you know, I don't, I don't just look like this naturally. It takes professional <laughs> grooming to make this I mean, happen. You are beautiful. Yeah. He yeah. is. And he's, but he, he's so he, goes, good looking. he goes, he goes, I think if the, if, if, if the communists took over the Sahara desert in a year, they would have no sand. He goes, they just destroy and cannot have anything they do, but, but it forces these aggressive war situations. Do you think that's kind of why we're in this space now? Well, everything that you said um, I agree with, and I'd also add the word and, so not the word but, because I want to add on to what you're saying in an additive okay. way. Um, what's happening is is that when the Euphrates River dried up, the false prophets showed up and China and Russia teamed up, which is a biblical thing that God told us not to scare but to prepare. It's written in the book of Revelation, chapter 16, verse 12 through 14. God tells us that when you see the Euphrates River dry up, when the false prophets show up, China and Russia will team up. That is a biblical part of a pr- prophecy, Revelation chapter 16, verse 12 through 14. So you've all the other day, you've all Noah Harari, who, by the way, his name means father of music as in the days of Noah shall ascend to the mountaintop. That's what his name means in Hebrew. Father of music. That, that's, that's Yuval. Yuval means father of music. Noah as in the days of Noah. Harari shall ascend to the top of the mountain. But listen to what he said out loud here. The really big revolution, which is coming very quickly will be when the AI revolution and machine learning and all that, the infotech revolution, meets and merges with the biotech revolution and goes under the skin. Okay, so he's talking, they want to make the AI go under your skin. So that's why Vivek Ramaswamy uh, started a company called Royvent, and Royvent uh, teamed up with a, a technology called Vant AI and Pfizer. So Vivek Ramaswamy, his organization has teamed up with Pfizer to roll out a uh, AI in a pill form, AI in medicine. What? Uh, that's why Vivek Ramaswamy, he wrote his senior thesis. Uh, by the way, his college was paid for by the Soros family. He wrote a senior thesis on advocating for chimeras. And for, if you other don't know what a chim- chimera is, that's probably good for you. That's C-H-I-M-E-R-A, C-H-I-M-E-R-A. A chimera is a half human, half animal. And uh, that's uh, as in the days of Noah, the fallen angels came down and they mated with uh, women and they created uh, the Nephilim half angel, half men, you know, that kind of thing. And that's why God saw the earth was filled with perpetual violence and wickedness, which in Hebrew means Hamas. And so he flooded the earth and he promised not to flood the earth again. That, 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 that's that whole thing. So you've all know a Harari over here. He's working on this thing called the Gilgamesh Project. And that's how Barack Obama found him. So he was working on the Gilgamesh Project. That's what he was known for. He was working on the Gilgamesh Project, which is a project to offer humans eternal life and to merge humans with animals. So that's the plan. And uh, that's the Gilgamesh project. And so when Nimrod tried to build the Tower of Babel, God confused the languages and Nimrod uh, ran away and changed his name to Gilgamesh and was buried underneath the Euphrates River. And the Bible says when the Euphrates River dries up, you're going to see the false prophet show up and the kings of the east team up. And so now when the Euphrates River is drying, they're finding the artifacts of Gilgamesh. That's what's happening. 
And so in order to get the, just if I could put a little like a, a quick little tagline on it, if they had a, if you've all know Harari had a slogan that he was trying to run around with or if, if Klaus Schwab had one or Elon Musk or um, yeah, Xi Jinping or King Charles, their slogan would be if we put it under your skin, we win. That's yeah. their slogan, which would be Revelation chapter 13, verse 16 through 18. So historically, everything you said is correct. In addition to that, we're moving into unprecedented uh, time because God prophesied how it would end and how it would begin, how it would begin and how it would end. What? Yeah, God is the alpha, the omega, the beginning, the end. And so a lot of people who are Christians perceive the end as negative. I do not and therefore, the words I'm saying, uh, I don't perceive them to be negative, but many, many people do because it's a departure from what they're used to. So uh, the best way to describe this, I get two examples. If you were a baby and you were to interview a little baby right after it comes out of the womb, and the baby's like, nah, you know, just freaking out. And you're going, you baby comes like a conehead, like a conehead baby. And you're going, uh, Uncle Carl, your baby has kind of a conehead. You know, that, 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 that baby first comes out and it doesn't look super great. Yeah, and it's screaming it and yelling. And, and you're as a new parent. You're kind of terrified. And as a mother, you're excited and it's kind of terrified. And the doctor's like, do you want to cut the cord? There's that whole thing. Um, the baby left the womb um, and it was terrified by a complete change of venue. Um, now, but if you ask the average baby that's in the womb, Hey baby in the womb, uh, are, are, you, are you there? Hello? Are you there? <laughs> you know, uh, are, are you, do you want to come out yet? The baby would probably not want to come out cause it doesn't know what it's like to be outside of the womb. So as the humanity, we are about ready to uh, experience the great and terrible day of the Lord, which is in Joel, uh, chapter two, verse 31. It says, where the sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and terrible day of the Lord, a.k.a. Judgment Day. So what's going to happen is um, we're going to see all these things that were prophesied. They're going to happen. And each one of them, the convenient choice is the wrong choice. So each decision we can make, the convenient choice is the wrong one. So what's going to happen is it's going to be more convenient to take universal basic income. It's going to be more convenient to put the shot under your skin. It's going to be more convenient to take the chip. So the most convenient path will be the wrong path. And so that's what God's doing as he purifies uh, his, his people. So basically, there's the narrow gate and there's the wide gate. The narrow gate is for the people that choose uh, the path that's not as fun, uh, not as good, not as exciting. It doesn't feel great. Um, it's persecution. And then the wide gate will seem like the most convenient gate. And that's what's happening right now. And um, I wish I had a better way to – I wish I had a, a move to tell you, oh, no, this isn't impacting you. All I know, Dave, is that um, in the haircut business, is one of my companies, we have raised the prices to a point that I, I feel as an owner, people cannot pay any more because they're already in a tough spot. So mm -hmm. people come into Elephant in the Room, the first haircut's a dollar, we have a membership model, but you can tell people are in a tough spot. Tulsa, they're doing massive layoffs. A lot of companies are laying people off right now. Um, a lot of banks are laying people off with the new AI technology. It's so awesome. You know, they're using it to lay off everybody. So we've raised the prices as high as I feel like we can go. I haven't raised the prices in about six months. And the consumer... Um, who doesn't have a job or had just lost their job or can't afford groceries is having to decide between a haircut or groceries. And so you're starting to see these difficult uh, decisions people are having to make 
but that's all part of the plan called the Great Reset. And it's going, it's, they're going to try to roll out a plan where Americans feel like it'd be more convenient to go with the universal basic income than to stand up for capitalism. They're going to make capitalism fail on purpose. It's interesting as you were talking, I just made me think of a pretty word that Amanda Grace, uh, which, she, you know, obviously she's a friend of yours, friend of ours at the Reawaken America events um, that she actually gave on Saturday, this past Saturday from the Lord. And there was an interesting part about India because you were talking about bricks. And I'm just going to read it real fast um, just because I'll be interested to see what God does during this time with bricks and everything that's going on. But it says, and says the spirit of the Lord this day, India is about to make a major and damaging maneuver against China. Watch and see as the leaders have been around the globe pursuing that which they may purchase or take. The governors that have welcomed them in and shown them their treasures and scurried to cover the waste. Their seat shall rupture, says the Lord, for they have met with the with the dragon and made deal with dev- made deals with devils. And for that I shall strike and blow to the leader of China for daring to utilize the UN to attempt to chain my firstborn, and obviously that is Israel, and for going to the West and examining areas of great interest to take and have a large anchor in which to tug on and harm what I, the Lord thy God, intend to do in the West of this nation. California, Washington, Alaska, watch the wave of change that occurs, and within that change, resources that come forth, says the Lord, two new governors, says the Lord." So it'll be interesting to see, you know, what ends up happening in those areas and what India is doing. Well, you know, I'll say this, um, giving some encouragement here. I want to give people practical tips, too. Um, But from the encouragement perspective, you know, um, I have people in my office, many of which you guys have met because you've been to my office. uh, And and if, if if you went to my haircut business or some other companies I'm involved in, like the home remodeling business, most of the employees are not white. What? People that are building houses are primarily not white. So the, the 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 group of people that are building are primarily not white. I don't sit there and do an audit of how many people are white, but I'm just telling you very few of the people building prod, building things are white. That's just in. Um, so the Caucasians are not up to the occasion of building something. And so one of the guys who happens to not be white, he tells me, he says, you know, pretty much all of us are voting Trump, bro, because he knows what I'm involved in. Right. Mm-hmm. He knows what I do. He knows what I He knows about my podcast. And he knows what I've been saying for, you know, 12 consecutive years, whatever. But he goes, most of us are voting Trump, bro. And I go, you're voting Trump, huh? You're voting Trump. He goes, man, I'm telling you, dude, like, because these guys are building. So they see the cost of drywall. They see the cost of, you know, they, they see it. They see the cost of nails, the wood, and they see it. And they're building every day. I mean, so they don't watch your show, my show. They don't listen to radio, TV. They just build. These homeboys build. Right. And all they know is when they do a project for me, the way it works is the customer pays me. So let's say the project is $100,000 to remodel your house or whatever, okay? Um, so we give you a quote for $100,000. Okay, we lock in the price. You pay a deposit. I call the guys. I say, guys, we're going to build. We're going to do remodeling for the Whiteds. It's going to be $100,000, whatever. And then they go, okay, great. I said, well, I'm going to mark it up this much. You're getting paid this much, this much for materials. But before we sign the contract, tell me the costs of the lumber, materials, whatever, so that way I can make sure that the final quote before we sign the contract is good. They call me back. They go, hey, we got to quote 130. So you got to quote 130. How come? They said the cost of materials went up a lot. So we got to raise the price. And then also my guys are telling me their cost of food has gone up quite a bit. So they have to raise our labor cost. And so we got to go back and tell the customer 130. So we tell the customer 130. The customer says, I don't want to do it for one. I can't afford it for 130. I can only afford uh, 110. 
because I can't get a bank loan because the cost of money right now, if you borrow money, it's 8%, 9%. Mm-hmm. So if we're going to do the deal, I have to do 110. So I go back to the guys. I say, guys, they can only afford 110. The guys go, so we, you mean we're going to raise the cost for the material, but we're not going to raise the labor cost? I go, well, I mean, we don't have the deal. That's just how it is. And I make my margin. If you don't want the deal, don't do the deal. If you do want the deal, you do get the deal. And they're going, okay, we'll, we'll do the deal. Or we won't do the deal or whatever. And so what happens is, is more and more they're recognizing, wow, I can't be apolitical here. The cost of everything's going up. And so that's what's happening. And so right now there was polling that was put out there. Uh, Glenn Beck commented on it. I don't want to get the numbers wrong, but he said uh, it was Glenn Beck and Stu. They were doing an interview together and they were discussing President Trump's what would happen if President Trump was arrested or put in jail for some length of time. What would happen? And currently, uh, 44% of Hispanic voters in swing states are now voting for Trump as of right now. And just to give you some numbers here, um, and then we're talking about 20% of black voters are indicating they're voting for Trump. So just so we're clear. I've seen the number 26% of black men are are voting Trump. I mean, those are demographics that they they have to keep that 90, 95% lockdown on. We don't don't have to get half, but those kind of moves are are deadly for the left. Well, you have, I just want to be very clear. And again, I'm, I'm just giving people some history. Hopefully you don't feel any twinge of racism, but this is just my life. So when Obama ran for office, a lot of guys I went to college with happened to be black and they all voted for Obama. All of them, not a single one of them didn't, not a single person who was black didn't, that I knew didn't vote for Obama. I asked them why they said, well, you need to, you know, his hope change, change hope. We like the way he speaks, whatever. So then, uh, then Obama, the second time it was, you know, he, if you look it up folks, it's like Obama got 99% of the black vote. Second time around, he got like 98%. Well, Trump, when Trump ran the first time, he picked up some of the black vote, but it wasn't 10%. So I was going to be very clear. Trump's on the verge of picking up 20% of the black vote, 44% of the Hispanic vote, which would indicate a landslide. Now, what's going on with these tricky, these tricky Democrats, tricky Democrats, is the Democrats, um, some people that I know, and I don't have secret sources, just people that I know, uh, they tell me, they go, hey, I, I bet you, this is months ago, I bet you The Rock will run for president. I go, The Rock? Come on, that's crazy. And they go... Oh, they're going to throw out some celebrity. If it's not The Rock, it'll be, you know, pick your celebrity. But they're going to throw out a celebrity who's perceived as macho or hardworking. And they're just going to find one, throw them out there on the left, throw out a bunch of money. And I thought, there's no way. Well, now The Rock went on Joe Rogan the other day and discussed yeah, that yeah. there is a strong possibility that he may run and that the Democrats, he said a leading part, one of the two parties reached out to him and said, that they've done the polling and it would look like he would win if he ran. He says this on Joe Rogan's show. And so you're going to see some sort of that's going to happen. But all I can say is to go back to the prophetic, which freaks me out that that's my source of confidence right now. But But Kim Clement, he did say that Trump would be a a president or that Trump would become a trumpet and the president for two terms. Mm -hmm. He also Mm -hmm. said that it would get so bad that Americans would be in the streets essentially um, begging God for mercy. And then he said that all of America would unite as one party behind him. And then he said that Trump would try to build the wall, but halfway through, he'd have to stop. He talked about there'd be a time where there'd be two presidents and America wouldn't recognize the legitimacy of one of them. He said that Trump would be filled with the Holy Spirit and then he'll return. And so, you know, I just got off the phone with Eric before I called you guys, uh, nailing down details for the year. And, uh, I think that's going to happen. But faith is taking the first step 
on a staircase that you can't see because it's in the dark. Um, faith yeah. is believing yeah. in something you can't see. Um, faith is like planting potatoes, which, by the way, don't dig them up to check if they're growing. Um, <laughs> faith is like, I mean, so faith is a unique idea. So all I, all I could say is in the natural, I just gave you a bunch of facts that aren't encouraging. But in the faith perspective, um, my wife and I are doing, and what I, what I do is I try to just move forward with victory knowing that God has a plan. And the plan is going to be like this. The plan is either A, we're living through 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, and the timing is different than maybe what some of your listeners would like. And maybe Trump serves as that last trumpet, and boom, God comes back, calls up his people. We have the rapture, boom. Um, and, and Or maybe Trump comes back for a second term. But either way, I, I believe that President Trump is anointed and appointed for this time. And I believe he's going to go in. But I do know that the destru- destruction of our currency is going to happen. So on a practical level, um, and I'm not a, a spokesperson for your gold and silver dealer, but I'm just saying this. I really think it's a wise idea because on, Jan- Ju- on January 1st, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, they're all going to now expand. They're going to have 11 countries, the BRICS 11. And, and then BRICS Pay, BRICS Pay just rolled out. So BRICS Pay now allows them to conduct transactions without using the U.S. dollar. So you're going to see an escalation of inflation. So I think it's a really good idea to go over to your, your website there, Flyover Gold, and just schedule a consultation. And because if, if you don't want to be holding fiat currency when there's a gold-backed currency. So that's what I would do. That's step one. Um, step two, this might sound crazy, and I'm not trying to beat up your listeners, um, but this is big. Um, I would go to bed at 9 and I wake up at three. Now, I am not saying you should do that, but I want to th- tell you something that's kind of crazy. When I wake up at three, there's no distractions. It's incredible. It's shocking. And then uh, I'm able to work uh, on average. I try to get to the office at four, and then I work until six, just to be clear. So that's about 14 hours a day. Now, if you work 14 hours a day, every day, okay, times six days a week, that's 84 hours a week. I always work 84 hours a week. I never work less than 84 hours a week ever. So what happens is um, when I was ascending or growing or building my business, I ran into this guy named Michael Levine, who's not a Christian, um, but Michael Levine was a uh, the top PR guy in the world. And Michael taught me three steps to success that I'll never forget. Powerful, powerful. This is the top PR guy in the history of the world, by the way, folks. And uh, at one point, he was the PR guy for Michael Jackson, Prince. Wow. Michael Jackson, Prince. And this is true. George Bush and Bill Clinton at the same time. Oh, my gosh. There's a lot there. take 84 hours a week. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, I asked Michael. I said, Michael. How did you get to the top? Now, mind you, I had to pay the guy $25,000 to interview him, okay? So I paid $25,000 to meet him, okay? And by the way, now he's running the Michael Jackson on Broadway. The Michael Jackson on Broadway yep. performance, one running that. So but anyway, so I had to pay him twenty five grand for this, Dave. So I'm taking notes, folks. This is a $25,000 tip. I had to pay $25,000 for this information. I said, Michael... What would you say to our listeners out there that want to become successful? What would you say? He said, well, Clay, there's three steps to success. And I'm writing this like I'm Moses listening to God because I paid $25,000. Each one of these is like $333 idea. You know, He says, first thing, you have to – there's three steps. I go, okay, we have to demonstrate you have a practical education. 
And I go, how does that work? He goes, do you think that George Carlin took me on or Charlton Heston took me on because I'm some household name when I, no one knew who I was? I said, no. He goes, do you, do you recognize I'm dyslexic? I can't even read. And he's like yelling at me at this point. I'm paying him for this. And I'm leaning in. I'm kind of scared. The nose is about ready to touch. <laughs> you have to be able to work for free until you can show value. Are you listening? And I'm going, he's very theatrical. And I'm going, I'm listening. <laughs> and he's like, okay. So what is the pro tip? I said, the pro tip is work for free. He says, he says, until you prove you have a practical education. So all your listeners today, what you do is you call up, boop, 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 boop. You already, you're, you're, I get it. You're full-time employed. You already have a job. And you cold call someone else and you say, I'm willing to work for you on Saturdays for free, which by the way, is a concept in Genesis and Exodus. It's not, it's not evil. It's not unethical. It doesn't mean you're a horrible husband. It actually means you're a good husband. So you pick up the phone and you call and you go, boop, 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 boop. And you call someone from church, someone you know, cold call someone, you say, I'm willing to work for free on Saturdays. I am already a full-time employee at said company, and I would like to work on Saturdays. And you can pay me any amount that you think is fair, but let me just work on Saturdays for free for two months or a month just to show you what I can do. That's step one. Okay. So you prove practical education. Step two, this is the stuff that gets me fired up. Step two, now you have a reputation. They're like, holy crap, this Dave guy, he's full-time employed. And he calls me and says he's willing to work on Saturdays for free. And he's like our best guy on Saturdays. He's our best salesperson. So right now, if you come to Tulsa, Oklahoma, specifically, I'm giving you a company. There's one company I'm involved in called PMH OKC. It's Perfect My Home OKC. And this guy has a showroom on Saturdays in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And he pays an incredible commission. Okay. And I am getting money. I'm getting paid money to tell you about this, folks. I, I make a commission when the business grows. You know how hard it is, Dave, for him to find an adult man willing to work in the showroom on a Saturday? And this is a job where you minimum you're making 25 bucks an hour. And it is so hard to find an adult willing to sell pools, yeah. hot tubs. If you sell a pool, folks, you make three grand. And he's like, trying to find an adult to work on a Saturday, yeah. it, it requires him to interview about 100 candidates. So step one, you, you say, I'm, I'm willing to work for free to prove my practical education. Step two, you build the reputation. Step three, you now deliver, you now earn a reputation. So, you know, Michael Levine, he said, he goes, Clay, I cold called Charlton Heston. And I said, I will be your PR guy for free. And Charlton Heston says, okay. So he got Charlton Heston on Saturday Night Live. He helped Charlton Heston do the, the Moses movie. He helped Charles and get all these big deals. And then... Charlton told people, this guy, Michael Levine, is incredible. He's the best. He's the best. And the only, the only little caveat to their agreement was, don't tell anybody that I'm working for free. So then George Carlin comes into his life, the comedian. And George Carlin says, you know, what do you charge? And Michael Levine's like, well, you know, I work with Charlton Heston. Kind of a big deal. Yeah. You know? Kind of messing, but I'm just joking. But he says, I work with him. That's my client. Well, you know, like Moses and Ben-Hur. Those are two of the most, you know, yeah. and he's like, figures of all time. And he says, I'm working with the, you know, these people. And uh, so and because I'm the industry average for what I charge is X amount. However, I'm going to give you a good deal. I'm going to charge you half price. So he's working for George Carlin and Char George Carlton, uh, Carlin and uh, Charlton Heston. And I'm, I'm going to look this up because I don't want to exaggerate. If you look at Michael Levine, uh, publicist, and then Wikipedia, you'll find it. Because I don't want to get this is a, such a profound idea. So then he's working with Barbara Streisand and Michael Jackson and Prince and George Bush and Bill Clinton. And they're all like, this guy is the man. And he's going, because he's building his reputation. Well, then finally he gets to a point, he's in his forties and he says, it's time to make a comp. It's time to make compensation. And that's where he starts telling people like me, it's $25,000 to talk to you. Yeah. To interview him. I mean, it's crazy. So if you're out there today and you're trying to pay the bills, 
I recommend you focus not so much on the high level, like the World Economic Forum. Oh, what are we going to do? You can't really control that. You can't control the movement of the tectonic plates. I mean, what? I can't. I mean, stop it. You can't. People are trying to stop volcanic eruptions. You can't do that. You can't stop poverty. But what you can do is you can go out there today, and this is what we call the Dream 100 system, make a list of 100 businesses that you would be willing to work for for free on a Saturday. And if you don't have a list, just get a phone book. I don't have a phone. Do they make? Do they still make phone books? <laughs> just Google anything. Type in Kansas City restaurants, Kansas City hotels. Find something and just call them all and say, hey, I would love to get a job working for free. You don't have to pay me. I just want to work for free. And then if you can pay me, if you think I'm worth it. And I promise you, you're going to make that extra 20 to 30% income that you need to make. Mm-hmm. And it's not unethical to work six days a week. So that would be my pro tip for anybody and Dave, I've given this pro tip to a lot of people in my life recently because they're all coming to me going, hey, man, no. do you have a way that my wife and I could earn an extra 15%? I tell them, oh, yeah, here's the strategy. I learned that from Michael Levine. Well, it's, it's practical. It's, yep. it's, it's, it's helpful, but it's not just like a good idea. It's true because it works with with nature. Mm-hmm. You know, I think people that have any kind of background in farming, you know, we are we, we had great success in business and all of that traced back to farming. You know, the idea of, I'm one going to work with the way it is, how God made mm-hmm. it. I'm going to plant seeds when it's time to do it. I'm going to do it. You, you do a lot of work mm-hmm. before harvest. You know, you plant, right. you watch, mm-hmm. you pray, but it, t- it takes a lot of things. You put a seed underneath of the soil and you wait for it to die and come up. Like there's some faith involved in that process, mm-hmm. but you're doing a lot of work. You, you're putting wood into the fire long before you're expecting heat. Yep. And it's it, it sort of gotten upside down, not because nature changed, but our education system mm-hmm. went away from that to an industrial assembly line. Hey, you just, you show up and you're paid for the hour that you worked, not compensated for the value that you bring to the marketplace. That's exactly The marketplace compensates you for value, not necessarily your time. And so, so that shift, but I think the world is moving Mm -hmm. back to that kind of a mindset. One thing that's encouraging, I look at our, our, our son, Colton, who's 30, our daughter's 27. I look at a lot of their demographic. And while there, there's kind of this snowflake, you know, uh, moniker that's gone on to some people in that generation, there's a large part of it that hates that, yeah. that despises that idea. And, and they're rejecting it wholesale. And they're doing yeah. things. That, they, they got a cousin who, who's into crocheting and knitting and stuff like that. She's an engineer, has a great job, but crochets, knits, and she mm-hmm. uh, does cloth diapers and, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. Like everything's kind of back to yeah. something that's mm-hmm. a little bit harder, but it's a better idea. They're, they're going back to that. They're, they're canning. They're canning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colton has 170 jars of canned peaches at, you know, at his house. And I don't want to give out his address and, and cause, you know, theft. Because they are delicious. Because they're amazing. Mm-hmm. But like that kind of idea of, you know what? Um, I'm going to work and prepare because this will help me in the future. I'm doing something today as a yep. seed mm-hmm. into my own future. And and then even from, you know, the the investment strategy, even if somebody worked a part-time job and, and made you know, 10 hours a week and they made a little bit extra money and put that into gold and silver. Right. You know, some people say, well, I don't, well, I don't have even buy an ounce of silver for $25. So there like you, you could get a part-time hustle. You mm-hmm. could throw, you know, I throw newspapers. I'm dating myself. I used to have paper routes. Uh, you could, you could do something on the side and, and earn $25. Is there something you could cut out? You know? So these ideas of like, you know what, maybe no one's going to come along yep. and fix this, but I could do something now as a mm-hmm. gift to future me. I and do that, Dave. I still do that. I mean, right now I still do that. What you're saying is so spot on. I mean, I, I to this day, Dave, there's a guy in my life recently who has a business that's mediocre, we'll call it, you know, not awesome. And he says to me, I can't afford your coaching service. Like, I can't. I want to, but I can't. I know the guy from church. And I said, 
All right, here's the deal. You pay me 6% of the gross revenue, okay? And what can you pay? And he's like, well, I can't afford your coaching fee. I can't I can't pay $1,700. I mean, I'm going, I know, I, I get the idea. I get what you're, I get all the things you can't do. Could you pay me $100? He's like, well, I'd feel bad. I'm like, okay, name me a price. I'm getting kind of irritated here. Give me something. He's like, <laughs> a true story. Oh, 500 bucks. So 500 bucks. Okay, cool. 500 bucks, and then you're going to pay me 6%. Are we cool? Yeah. Well, that business now makes me about 6000 a month right now, every month. Wow. And I just took this guy in who, great guy, uh, but Dave, you know, the little defeatism, you know, it's, he hadn't been to, the, he hadn't mm-hmm. read the self-help books that you and Stacy had read and he hadn't read, you guys have, filmed, one of the things that's great, if, if people ever come to a meet, a meet and greet and they meet you guys, you guys have read all the self-help books, you've read the Bible, you've been successful entrepreneurs. So that sort of mindset oozes from you both. And this guy, you know, hasn't read Think and Grow Rich, hadn't read How to Win Friends and Influence People. He just has the ability to build certain products and services and uh, kind of the whole, well, I just, I don't know if I can do it. And I'm going, bro. And he goes, well, how are you going to make any money? I said, well, just being real, you're going to cost me about $1,000 a month. I'm going to lose $1,000 a month every month until you get to a certain level. But I'm willing to do it. Just don't waste my time. Show up on Thursdays. We'll meet. And now it's a very profitable thing. But Dave, that took me about 12 months to get him from a struggling, defeatist entrepreneur guy to now he's actually thriving. He showed up the other day with a truck that was a little bit too bougie, Dave. You know, I'm, wor- I'm worried, about him. <laughs> worried about him now. He's getting a little bougie. He's got the bedazzled jeans. He's rocking. I'm like, stop it now. What are you? Come he's wearing on. a good shirt at all times. You know, he's uh, so well, you know, but again, that's, I mean, it, you never get that, that idea is what the Trumps do to build their real estate empire. Mm-hmm. You know, they buy a property that that isn't performing the way it used to be. Like, let's look at Trump Doral or Mar-a-Lago. That used to be the home of the Post family. Mm-hmm. And President Trump saw this, it wasn't dilapidated, but it was in a, basically essentially an abandoned property called Mar-a-Lago. Mm-hmm. And President Trump had a vision to renovate it, to remodel it, to redo everything, to bring spectacular service and to sow seeds of investment into it. And now it's, a uh, you know, the, the, the Attorney General of, of New York who might be drunk. Um, she is stating that the that the, the property is valued at eighteen million, but most people that have a soul and a mind and the ability to think are saying that the property is worth a billion dollars or five hundred million dollars or some multiple of eighteen million. But you get the idea. President Trump, he does this. This is idea never gets old. And if you open your Bible, the story about the talents. Mm-hmm. Yep, one hundred percent. Definitely, it, 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 it's it's timeless, and and mm-hmm. it's about it's about planting seeds negatively and positively. Never speaking harm about mm-hmm. other people. That's a seed. Speaking life about people. Mm-hmm. Starting positive rumors. Hey, well, I, I enjoyed my conversation. You know, like those are all all seeds. We're going to plant a seed here right now based on something that you gave us in the past and, and created. And I want to end the show on this note because it is a seed you're sowing into other people's life. There's no compensation for it, but I know it's going to bless mm-hmm. and encourage them. That's exactly right. So if you text the phone number 40509, text the word Clay to 40509. On a past show, Clay, you were giving out 37 different items. And uh, and so people were like, hey, I, I want that information. And we have that now for everyone to be able to get that. And so if you text 40509, text the word Clay, C-L-A-Y, to that, you can get that information uh, that Clay was giving out. Also, Clay, can you talk a little bit about Reawaken? Because we have the very last event coming up in Tulare, California in December. And I think this is important. You know, people really need to get together, coming together, because there's not very many more uh, Reawaken events that are left, you know. And so this is a great opportunity. 
and I mean this sincerely. Um, it, and this is not an exaggeration, hyperbole, or anything. This is just this is real. Um, Peter Navarro, very good friend of mine. Roger Stone, very good friend of mine. General Flynn, very good friend of mine. Uh, you talk about Cash Patel, Devin Nunes, Alina Haba, uh, Eric Trump, Don Jr. You know, General Flynn. You guys, there's there's like an inner circle at this point of people that are very loyal to God then country in that order. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so what we are doing is we are running around the country, sharing the truth without apology and without a profit. So you go to time to free You can name your price to this event, um, December 15th and 16th. And what happens is every single time someone goes to time to free and they request a ticket. It happens almost every single time people say, Hey, I'm using promo code flyover for a chance to win, you know, a backstage pass. But how does it work? Every single time we tell people, well, you can name your price and people, their, their immediate reaction almost every single time is, well, how do you make any money then? And we go, well, <laughs> we, we, we don't uh, because we're trying to make it affordable for you so that you can go. And so everybody out there, if you go to December 15th and 16th, time to free America.com, it's to Larry, California. We've got General Flynn, Cash Patel, Laura Trump, uh, Julie Green, Amanda Grace, Dr. Simone Gold, Peter Navarro. And they're all coming to this event. You might say, why, why are they all here? We're doing it because we actually want to save the nation. So if you mm -hmm. can picture the modern day version of Sam Adams, I think that's what you're having right now with General yeah. Flynn. This is a guy unapologetically trying to save the nation. 100%. If you look at President Trump, he's like unapologetically, he's like the Ben Franklin of our time. He's out there trying to save our <laughs> yeah. country. If you look at Roger Stone, you go, who's Roger Stone? These are like the, the founding fathers or the, or the people who are going to rebirth this nation. This is who they, they are. We have just under 500 tickets, and there's three primary benefits of coming to these events. One is the doors open up at 6 a.m. It's back-to-back -back speakers, 70 speakers over two days, zero Zero censorship and no sponsors. So you'll see speakers that will share the truth, and you're going to go, I can't believe they just said that, because it's unapologetic. I mean, there's no censorship. There's no sponsorship. You can say whatever you want to say. The second thing is these speakers, they need encouragement from you. When you see them and you shake their hands, you might feel fired up that Eric Trump shook your hand, but I'm telling you, my man Eric Trump, General yep. Flynn, Captain Dell, these great people, they need that encouragement from you. That's Hebrews 10.25. You should look that up, folks. Hebrews 10.25. And then third, you're going to feel fired up. When you get surrounded by 3,000-plus pages. Patriots, it is going to be a blasty blast. And I just got off the phone with Eric right before I hopped on your show today. And I will tell people, we're only going to do two more events. And the reason why is because most of the speakers on the tour are going to actually be in the White House if there's a victory. Mm -hmm. So we're talking about, I mean, we're talking about people now that are going, okay, if I'm going to go into the, if, I, if the election happens in November and my new position is going to be this. I need to go ahead and make the plan, like the step-by-step -step linear plan. If you remember, remember how quickly Trump turned around the economy. Peter Navarro's already sitting down going, here's how we're going to reverse the inflation right away. This is how we're going to drill, baby, drill. So that they're actually <laughs> talking about this plan. So these people are going to go wow. from like preseason, I guess, into regular season. So these people are not screwing around. So again, we've got Tulare, California, December 15th and 16th. I was told by Eric today there will be something in June. And then I believe it might June might be the final one because we might be doing uh, all the speakers might be joining the Trump rally itself. I'm mm -hmm. um, headed in October or we might be doing something. So we'll, we'll see. But again, folks, I mean, this is the, the final event that I'm aware of that's confirmed. And then June will be likely the only other one that we're going to have. There, there could be a one in October. I don't know. But again, we just got it confirmed with Eric today. Something in June. And then this event here in California here, December 15th and 16th. And again, use promo code flyover. You have a chance to win a backstage pass. Just under 500 tickets are remaining right now wow. for Tulare, California, December 15th and 16th. So and, and one last little thing, uh, because uh, 
if you're watching this today and and you're you're either in a traditional job and you've got a, a like a dream, you want to have a business, you want to do something else, or if you are a business owner and and you're like just kind of just struggling to make it work, literally like every person in this Epic Times article, mm-hmm. there's a there's a Vietnamese lady that sells patio furniture in New York. Mm-hmm. There's a mechanic in Philadelphia. Um, these are small business owners. Every one of them, I'm like, man, yeah, they really, really need to be at one of Clay's business workshops. Mm-hmm. Someone in the flyover organization, our team has gone to every one of the business conferences. If, if, uh, if, if we can't all go, one person goes because you're always learning mm-hmm. new stuff and, and it's, you, you, you interact with the crowd the whole time. So that the, the workshops never exactly the same, but there's one coming up in December and oh, I think Colton and Avery are both going to that day. one for sure. This is gonna be the. This is gonna be awesome. I got the hell. I got the mariachis booked. So we have Friday night Christmas party. We got the mariachis. We got the band booked. We have helicopter rides. Uh, we are have a. I actually got a live pig that's gonna be uh spit roasted there at the thing. It's gonna be oh spit roasted. We've got a crawfish boil one of the days. We've got, uh, I think it's 25 client success stories that are traveling to Tulsa to share how they become millionaires through the program. We've got a, a, a mini car show out front. Uh, we've got s'mores for lunch. we got s'more, kind of a fire pit thing going on. It is going to be awesome. And as of this very second, there are six tickets left for that event. So if you want to get those wow. tickets, just go to thrivetimeshow.com. But again, our December event is the one that I throw. I just throw everything at it. Mm-hmm. It is incredible. But the Christmas party, December eighth, you folks, if you've ever had, if you've not been to uh, to a, a a Thrive Time Show Christmas party, you haven't seen the pepper eating contest, you haven't <laughs> seen the free throw contest, you haven't seen the haircut speed cut competition, you haven't seen the pinata, you haven't just the whole atmosphere is next level. We're giving away a lot of cash prizes. You could go home with a massive TV, helicopter rides. Uh, you get to see a Christmas light tour. It Honestly, it, it is one of the most fun Christmas parties I've ever participated in, and you're going to love it. That I, is I, awesome. I do love it. And, and again, if you're out there and you're praying for like, hey, I, I, I need a breakthrough. I want 2024 mm-hmm. to be better than 2023. And, you know, so, sometimes you just don't know what to do. If, if you've never had somebody coach you up on the right things, it makes all of mm-hmm. the difference. And that's why, you know, I, I don't benefit from this in any way. I just, I know we need as many conservatives just kicking butt, taking yep. names, taking ground and financially That's thriving right. and pouring back into the kingdom of God. And it's hard mm-hmm. to do if you're just barely getting by. And sometimes the difference between barely getting by and thriving is just a better idea, a better way to, to put the, 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 the worm on the hook to and kind of know what you're anointed. doing. He's, he's, he's anointed. It's better that than anything else. He's no, better at it. business than he is, is, uh, Saving politics and even, uh, 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 biblical interpretations. Yeah. Yeah. You're you are, you are very anointed. You guys are the best. And again, I encourage everybody to come out to that event, uh, thrivetimeshow.com, for the business conference December 7th and 8th, then uh, Reawaken Tour December 15th and 16th, timetofreeamerica.com. You guys are uh, a light of encouragement. You guys are a great resource for truth. And if you haven't subscribed to the Flyover Podcast, um, slap yourself and then subscribe yeah. to, the, uh, <laughs> uh, to the Flyover Podcast on rumble.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you, guys. Our founding fathers of the idea that you and I have within ourselves the God-given right and the ability to determine our own destiny. But freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. 
And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. today? Yeah. Great. Okay. Yeah. Oh, God. Everything okay, ma'am? Oh, it's just that you've only scanned a few items and it's already 60 bucks. I'm so scared. Okay, I'm a trained professional, ma'am. I've scanned a lot of groceries. I need you to stay with me. I need you to take a deep breath. We're about to do the cheese. <gasps> oh, my God. Don't look up there. It only makes it worse. Keep your eyes on me, okay? <sighs> Can't you just scan something less expensive? Now, brace yourself. I'm about to do the mixed nuts. Okay, bite down on this, Patricia. Get ready, I'm gonna do the cured meats. Oh, no, stop! I can't do this anymore! It's too late, there's a line behind you, okay? You're locked in. Son okay, your total's 25784. Oh, no! You gotta dig deep, this is the hardest part. Patricia, it's time to pay. <laughs> all jokes aside, this is incredible. 2001, this all would cost in Southern California $81. Let's go see how much it costs right now, today in 2023. Chef, Oreos, bread. Oh, excuse me. So I got three bags of Lay's, three gallons of Horizon whole milk, two 12 packs of soda, two packs of Oreos, cocoa pebbles, three pints of orange juice, Tropicana, three packs of bacon, Wonder Bread, three of these, four cartons of eggs, and two DiGiorno's. Here's the other thing to keep in mind. There's also shrinkflation, so you're also getting less Oreos, less potato chips, everything smaller. Let's go see how much it costs right now, today in 2023. Here we go. Here's the final finale. $195, so it's two and a half times more. They printed $10 trillion. What do you think that's gonna do to the prices of every fixed commodity? Oh my goodness, what a hot mess. You know, um, we're gonna talk about some things in the economy that, that really drill down to how does it impact, when I say regular people, me, you, you know, uh, I don't have a jet, you probably don't have a private jet. You know, a lot of you are... Uh, you do things, you know, for a living. What are the actual real impacts of policies, elections, you know, uh, won or stolen, no matter what? There's There are uh, impacts in that, and it does affect everybody all the way through. So if you're looking at some of the stuff that's going on in the economy and you're like, man, what am I going to do where you feel isolated or, or man, this is just my unique situation. Um, I want to play you just like a, a, a few seconds of a clip. Uh, Tucker Carlson gave a speech to a, a, a large group that brought him in. It's a keynote of some sort. Um, and I'm not leaving listening to the whole thing, but I watched the beginning and I want to play you just his opening comment. And I, I think this will put some of the economics of our world in perspective because everybody on every rung is kind of seeing some of the same things. This is pretty shocking. Let's, let's, let's check this out. Oh, I love it. Thank you. Tucker Carlson, everybody. Tucker fucking Carlson is in the house. Tucker Carlson. Oh, I've never had an introduction like that. And by the way, Every introduction should come with profanity, so thank you. <laughs> I didn't hear the introduction because I was backstage with an old friend of mine um, from television who's here. I didn't expect to see him. 
And uh, he's probably the greatest financial analyst on television. And so I said to him, jokingly, since he deals with markets and, you know, real companies, I said, what? There he is right there. I said, is it crazy to bury gold in my yard? He looked me right in the face. He goes, no, it's not crazy at all. (laughs) And that kind of, and by the way, I'm not giving investment advice. I'm the last person uh, you would never take investment advice from someone who's never had an actual job. Don't buy real estate from a homeless person, et cetera, et cetera. Don't uh, hire a fat person as your trainer. Um, So I'm not, (laughs) I'm not doing that. Um, I'm, 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 (laughs) right. But uh, I'm only saying that to highlight what everyone in this room already knows, which is that it's really a volatile moment. I flew out here across the country this morning and spent five hours texting people, mostly people I know, but also the entire mentally ill community in America has my text, so a lot of crazies too. But also a lot of people I really like and who are smart and temperate and reasonable people who've been around, who are my age, I'm 54, you know, kind of seen stuff and have measured opinions on things. And I gotta tell you, every single person I texted with, with the exception of my wife, who's not on the internet at all, was uh, angry and paranoid, seriously. And these are not crazy people. These are normal good people with like kids and stuff. So it kind of goes on, but it it lets you know, hey, the things you're seeing, uh, people at a lot of rungs of the ladder, different views, different different positions, different you know, uh, different seats at the table, looking at what's going on, are kind of seeing, experiencing, and asking each other, what what do we do? What's the next right thing to do? Well, he listed one piece of advice there. Don't take advice from people more messed up from you in that specific area. I think it's good to have advisors in marriage and advisors in finances and your health and so forth. When it comes to uh, economics, I got a, I got a contact that has not one, but two PhDs. That's why I get my advice from. We're going to break down some of these issues today with Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We need some need some advice, Doc. Even Tucker is like, "Hey, do I? Is it? Would it be crazy if I was bearing gold in my backyard?" And the guy's like, "No, that's not crazy at all. Not right now." Well, so it, it, the reason that that's not crazy is because we we've got to start thinking differently about the system, monetary system that we're in, right? Because we've got fiat money that's changing; it's going to central bank digital currency. Are people going to accept that? So bearing something that's tangible in the backyard, better than currency that's falling apart. Go back to Weimar Republic, Germany, where, mm. you know, after after World War I, Germany, who was the big kid on the block, they, they bombed the living daylights out of the rest of the world, right? It's like, we won this war. We're amazing. <laughs> Look at us. And, and the Treaty of Versailles came along and said, hey, Germany, <laughs> too bad, so sad. You're not as cool as you thought you were. Um, you've got to repay all of your war debts. And they said, what? We, we can't. We spent our whole wad on winning this war, fighting this battle, right? So, so they said, nope, you can't. So they abandoned the gold standard on their currency. They just started printing what was called the Rentenmark at the time without discretion to where they got billions of percent of inflation. Um, parents couldn't afford to feed their kids. They were putting them on the, on the stair steps of fire stations Here's the thing, mm. bearing something tangible in the backyard, people would get paid with wheelbarrows full of cash and they would get mugged. They'd get robbed as they're going down the street with their wheelbarrow full of cash. They would dump the money out on the street and just haul off with the wheelbarrow and people would <laughs> use the money as kindling 
like to build fires with because it was absolutely worthless. It was declining so rapidly. See, this is what we have to put into perspective now because since August 22nd through the 24th when the BRICS had their meeting and they said they're going to de-dollarize the world, global demand for the U.S. dollar is diminishing rapidly. And come January 1st, it's for all intents and purposes gone. Yeah. Because the petrodollar will be replaced by 70% of the world's population, including six of the nine largest oil producers in the world, trading in their own currencies and not the U.S. dollar. So really, we're no different at this, well, come January 1st, than Weimar Republic Germany, than Venezuela, than Argentina, which Argentina, by the way, just got a new president yeah. who's a pro-Trump hard money guy, maybe going to change things. In our economist, they've had decades of inflationary pressures and, and financial mismanagement and government collapses and shutdowns. It's like, man, this is the same path we're going on. You know, we're going down that road by choice, not our choice, but by politicians' choice. Mm-hmm. They're saying, hey, this this globalist agenda, this printing money like there's no tomorrow, this this high taxation to fund all these stimulus programs, all this dependency class and and entitlements, which is what Argentina did. They went through decades of horribleness. Now they got a president that's getting them out of it. Well, we're going into it by choice. Mm -hmm. It's like, why wouldn't you learn from history? Communism, socialism in the long term always costs more money than what it brings in. It never, never wins. But yet it's what our politicians want because it's not about prosperity anymore. It's not about creating an amazing country that will stand the test of time. It's about people control. And when you can control what a person spends, make them dependent on the government through higher prices, higher taxation, more intervention, more big brother oversight, well, then you can get votes, David. You can get votes that way because you control the masses. That's where we're headed. That's why they want it, not because they think it's the greatest thing ever since sliced bread to grow an economy, they know the opposite is true. These people are not dumb people that are putting this together. They're smart. They just happen to be evil and they want to control people. And that's what this is all about. And I think people feel this in a very real way. We're heading into Thanksgiving. I'm sure all the shopping people have already done. They kind of feel the the the, the squeeze. This is the most expensive Thanksgiving in U.S. history. It broke last year's record, which broke the previous year's record. Um, everything is 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 more. People are feeling it. Epic Times did a really good special report. I, I love them. It's 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 one of the few notifications I keep on my phones. Epic Times. Uh, they have a you know this premium report where they interviewed. Real people, Americans, all the way across the board. They got a guy named, a guy named Oscar Taylor who uh, owns a gun shop in South Dakota called Barrett Rifles in Sioux Falls. Um, he's owned this business for seven years, and uh, they've they've done okay. But now his wife, who's been a stay home mom, and they were able to make it work, is, is going to need to get uh, go back to work full time. You know, to kind of keep up the same lifestyle without any additional spending. They kind of break down these different situations with different people. They got a, a Vietnamese guy in Philadelphia that owns a mechanic shop. You know, and, and they go and go through his struggles, how he's adapting and 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 dealing with it. Um, uh, there's a, a Chinese lady that owns an outdoor patio furniture named Wendy Wang in uh, in Pennsylvania. Um, one of the things they talk about is is uh, in July this year, the average American household spent $202 more than in July of 22. 
and a staggering $709 more than they were spending in July of 2021. So you think about that $709. If if somebody was to come to an average couple in 2021 and say, hey, uh, I got a great deal on a brand new Mercedes. You can buy this brand new car for $709 a month payment. They'd be like, oh, I'd love to have it. That's probably a great deal, but an extra $709 a month for a car is just not in the budget. Well, now they're spending the $709 a month and they don't have anything for it. It's just Bidenomics. It's it's uh, the consequences um, of elections. Uh, uh, 43% of adults do not have enough in their savings account to cover a $1,000 emergency bill. Uh, 61% of adults said they're barely making uh, it, it ends meet between pay periods. Here's a, here's a staggering one. U.S. consumers' credit card debt reached an all-time high in the second quarter of 23. That's that's it's one point zero three trillion in total personal credit card debt. Here's the shocking thing: that's a forty five billion dollar spike from the first quarter of this year to the second quarter. You know, people are trying to pay off credit card balances, things like that. It didn't go down; it went up by forty five billion from quarter one to quarter two. Americans put additional money on on their credit cards. So so people are looking for answers but it's not going to be found in the dollar. The yeah. dollar is what's slipping away and causing this. And so I think it, it, it's like, it's like they're, they're trying to row a boat with a, with a fishing net or something. It's just not, they're not going to be able to gain traction when this dollar has been intentionally destroyed. Like those two funny clips we played in the beginning, you know, they're kind of funny, haha, because you get tired of crying, but people are experiencing that in, in, in real life. And I don't think paper money and fiat is going to be the answer. We've talked about this too many times. Well, it's it's true. I mean, credit cards started in the 1970s, maybe. You know, before then, there wasn't really credit cards. Amazing thing to think about. So 70s, 80s, 90s, zeros, tens. So almost 50 years of credit cards. We went from zero to a trillion. But on this pace that we're on, we're going to add 180, 180 billion in a year. I mean, 18% in one year would take about 50 years to get a trillion. And Janet Yellen's out there literally cheering for America in a statement a few weeks ago said, America, thank you for being resilient in your spending. Even in a harsh economy, you're keeping the economy afloat, you're spending. It's like, in what world is that something to cheer about? When people are spending money on their credit cards and when, when their credit card limits max out, or when the banks run out of money and they take away the the extra available credit, like let's say David, you're you have a, a Chase credit card and you have twenty five thousand dollars worth of expenses on it, but you have a thirty five thousand dollar credit line, you still have ten thousand dollars of money to spend, right? Well, <laughs> banks banks are pulling that away; they're shrinking that down to your available balance, so they don't have to lend out any more money because they're afraid they're not going to get it right. back. So now what Janet Yellen is cheering about Americans being so resilient, they're not resilient. If they don't have a credit line, they're not going to spend because they don't have it. So all of Bidenomics policies of, of spend money that you don't have probably come to a screeching halt come 2024 and, mm-hmm. it, and it's going to be ugly, right? But they're not the only ones who, who know this. Banks know this. This is why Project Bora Bora at Citibank, the CEO mm. of Citibank two weeks ago announced internal document called Project Bora Bora that said they're going to lay off 10% of their workforce. 
That's 24,000 people because Citibank has 240,000 employees. If the economy were so robust and so amazing, why would the third largest bank in North America lay off 10% of its workforce? Because it's not. It's not good at all, right? So, so then you you look at the retail sales; they're awful. Right? Christmas is going to be terrible. Walmart says people aren't buying groceries, and and consumer spending is down. Target, possibly the most dumb woke company in America right now, where I'm yeah. like, I don't I don't care if they don't sell anything, but but their CEO said that they are actually not going to have much on the shelves this Christmas holiday season because people aren't buying box sales down 80%. So nothing's going to be shipped. So you look at that. It's like, man, government revenues are going to come way down. There's going to be no sales tax revenues. There's going to be no income tax revenues because if people aren't buying, companies aren't going to hire. Yeah. So that means that goes down. If people aren't working, they're not buying houses. So property tax revenues come down. There's a lot of dots to start connecting. Well, the, the end result is the the central bank of the dutch central bank spilled the beans like 2 days ago so they they basically said we're actually ready to have a currency that's backed by gold they're prepared for new gold standard right so this is what we have been talking about on this show for like the last year and a half tangible money real money um and and what did they say so one of their, the heads of the Dutch central bank said this direct quote, if there is a financial crisis and the gold price will skyrocket and official gold reserves can be used to underpin a new gold standard, according to the Dutch national bank, then go down a little bit further. What else did they say? By saying gold will be the safe haven of choice during a financial collapse, the Dutch national bank confesses its own currency, the euro, does not weather all storms. Well, it's like, duh, no. you know, fiat-based currency does not weather all storms because people ultimately lose credibility with it. It loses all of its credibility, accountability, transparency, because they print like there's no tomorrow. That's what causes inflation. So for, for the last six months, we've actually addressed central banks like the Bank of China has 5,000 tons of gold that they okay. own with the central bank. The European Union, the European Central Bank, has 10,500 tons. The Federal Reserve has 8,500 tons. Iran, Kazakhstan, Turkey, um, Uzbekistan, they all have like two to 300 tons each. These banks are amassing thousands of tons of gold or hundreds of tons of gold for a smaller country. But why? Don't they say... Gold and silver stink. They're ancient relics. Why would you want such a risky commodity when you can have central bank digital currency that's that's transparent, that's 365 days a year, 24-7 easy money transfer? Don't you want that? Right. Don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. Yeah. They're amassing gold by the hundreds or thousands of tons, and the Dutch central bank just spilled the beans saying, yep, we actually are. We're ready for a new gold standard. Because they know, I think, David, that they know that when it, when push comes to shove, what they have is not really what people want. And there's probably going to be opposition to big brother on your bank account, the ability to cut you off from buying or selling if your ideology doesn't match up. They know that this isn't going to be an easy path. So therefore, plan B, 
Let's have a currency that's backed by gold because we still want to be the reserve currency of the world, but we have to have something that's real that people will like, right? Or else they don't win. So we're Mm. entering into a weird part of the economy now where things are collapsing so fast that that answers that that we thought the globalists would never ever want are they're actually looking to something that's more stable like what we've been talking about because i think they think that their system might not actually work yeah and i don't think that it is i, I mean, mean if you look you, you can look at it it's voices, not it's not working for people it's not and if you listen to some of the prophetic voices out there saying that they've gone too far the overreach has gone too far there's going to be a pullback there's going to be a move towards freedom globally, right? And God's working. He's always working. He's always got his hands in things and because he loves us. And, you know, when when I see what central banks are doing, it's like, all right, that don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. If they're amassing tons of precious metals, we can't obviously buy tons. We can't <laughs> buy hundreds of ounces. Sometimes we can't even buy a lot, but what we can do is buy gold or silver by the ounce, right? Um, Just start, do the exact thing that they're doing just on a smaller scale, because that ultimately is going to protect you in time. How do I know? Because they're doing it. They're going to protect their backside whenever they can. And so that's what they're doing. You look at Russia, you look at all these countries, they're stockpiling gold. Yeah. We say China's 5,000. 5,000 tons of When, when of you're gold. measuring your gold in tons, not ounces, it's a lot. That That's a lot. And they're <laughs> new to the game, right? China hasn't been doing this forever, but like the European Union and, and the United States have. See, the Eurozone has 10,500 tons. The, the Federal Reserve has 8,500 tons. China, new to the game, already has 5,000 tons. But here's when you start to add the other countries of the BRICS nations – you know, Turkey has 600 tons, Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan, a few hundred tons. Um, India has has close to a thousand tons. It's like, man, they're they're on par with more gold than the European Union has, wow. who's been doing this for a long time. See, they are trying to be the world's reserve currency. How do you do that? Back your currency with gold, because ultimately that's what people are going to want. They're doing how, it really well. How David. much? They, how much gold is there? Like if you put it all in a pile, how many different, like how much gold is there? How much silver is there? Like how much of these metals even exist? So all of the gold in the world ever mined can actually fit into two Olympic sized swimming pools. It's not a lot. I mean, fathom that. It'd be a lot if you had it. It would be a lot if you had it. <laughs> but there's this chart that I saw. It's, it's really, really quite good. So if you if you look at this chart that shows you know, a pictorial comparison, like aluminum is like the number one, you know, most tons of ore minted or mined in aluminum every year. And, and that's what ore, you, you and, make uh, cans out of and uh, yeah. aluminum is everywhere. And iron ore, you know, the top big one on there, even above that. I mean, that's huge, right? That's all steel comes from that, right? So, so then you scroll down and you scroll down, you scroll down. It's like, oh, wait, there's gold, right? I mean, it's on the bottom line. It's just this dinky little amount. Um, and, and silver is not much bigger than that. Silver, silver is what? 28, 26,000 tons a year is what they, what they mine. Um, 
and gold is even less. So when you put that into perspective of all of those big things that are being mined, it's pretty rare. It's pretty mm. scarce, which is why I think kings and kingdoms have fought after, have, have gone to war over gold. Solomon had all this gold, right? I mean, it's always been something that's been rare and scarce because it has value, because it's real. This is why kingdom, kings and kingdoms fight over it, right? Yeah. And this is why monetary systems, even now, are talking about backing up their currency with gold to add stability and something that's real into a system that's absolutely broken. Okay, so what's the first move people can do? They, they, they give you a call. They go to flyovergold.com, and all that is is this landing page we made to make it simple because a lot of people screw up. Is it, is it Kirk? Is it Kurt with a T? I don't remember what the deal was. Elliot, how many L's is that? It's very confusing, very stressful. And so flyovergold.com, boom, everybody can do that. It just gets you into, it gets them into your space. And so from there, they can watch videos. You got some PDFs they can download, but then they, they enter their information. My name is Bob. I live here. And then what happens? So then you'll talk to one of my amazing concierge team, which will ask you some questions, say, what are your dreams? What are your fears? What are your goals? Do you want income? Do you want growth? They'll match you up with the personality of one of my advising team. So, because they want a good relationship, although the, they want you to feel comfortable, right? So then our advisors will dig in a little bit deeper, go into your goals and what you want to put together and we'll map out a strategy for success moving forward that'll stand the test of time. And then my, my team after that crosses the T's, dot the I's, you fill out 15 minutes of, of paperwork to move money if it's an IRA. You just wire funds if it's non-IRA. And once the funds get here, we'll call you. And this is where our relationship begins. Because I'll call you and I'll say, hey, we got your funds and let's get you allocated into gold or silver. Let's store it. Let's ship it. Whatever you're going to do, not a wrong answer. But here's where people kind of mess up the flow is they say, well, I've been listening to Dave Ramsey forever. And he says, buy and hold stocks and bonds for the long term. That's the best thing. It's like, he's really good at getting out of debt. He's the best of the best. But that's not good investment advice. Why? Because nothing goes up forever. Nothing goes down forever. What I like to do is identify the factors that cause trends, inflation, unsustainable debt, and um, interest rates, taxes, mm -hmm. and you allocate into that strength. Right now, that strength happens to be silver and gold because of the inflationary world that we're living in. So where our relationship begins is where it begins. And then we'll always let you know moving forward when it's time to buy, sell, reallocate, get out of Dodge, do whatever needs to be done mm -hmm. to make sure you minimize your risk, maximize your return every step along the way. I love it. They can also give you guys a call 720-605-3900, 720-605-3900, go to flavorgold.com. Uh, encourage you guys do it. Do it today. It takes a bit to get in the queue, set the conversation. There's, there's uh, holidays going on and it's kind of a crazy time of year. But we began this a couple of years ago of like a monthly allocation and like, what can we get rid of? And like, we, we cut, cut, cut. I'd say I'll just, I'll be transparent. It gets cold in Kansas city. Uh, I've wanted a hot tub for a long time. Do not have one. And I think any of those kind of expenses in my life right now, I'm like, no, I'm going into silver. Literally, if I got money for a hot tub, I got money for silver. If I got money for this extra thing or whatever, like we have looked at everything in our budget. What can we scale down on what can we get rid of because it's all in on silver i think we're heading it's like joseph in the bible there's a time to do something and i think there's going to be a time of plenty 
you know, down the road as well. But it's not going to be plenty if people are holding on to things that are connected to a U.S. dollar. And uh, if you're in silver or something that has a stability to it, there will be a harvest time. And that's our framework as a family, Stacey and I personally, and, and most of our family, you know, as well. And, uh, you know, I'd love that we have the relationship with you. I've known you for 25 years, more than that now. And uh, you, you've literally never steered us wrong. My, my faith in you is such that if something were happening to me and I'm like, hey, I could call one person and he's in charge of everything that I have to take care of my family, I, I would trust you completely. And that's the kind of, of faith I have in you and your, your family. So uh, I love the flyover family. You know, when, whenever I'm at live events, people are like, man, I like Dr. Kirk so much. We've, we've bought silver five or six times. They get out of their mind. It's not a one-time purchase. It's like, oh, right. hey, we did this. We saved up. We had $2,000. Let's put that here. They do 500. They do whatever, but they're putting it together in a way that, that when this shift happens, they're there to capitalize on it. So I'm really thankful for this. I'm thankful that you're there to take care of people and uh, not just now, but as things move forward, because it is a relationship. Well, thank you. I mean, it's, it's, we don't take that lightly. It's a huge blessing. It's an honor to bless people. It's an honor to our goal as a team. And I just had this team meeting the other day is outserve everybody in your life, right? If you can outserve everybody in your life, you're going to win and you're going to do yep. exactly what God called and anointed and gifted you to do successfully. It's all about serving. And that's what we hope to do. We guys go flyovergold.com 720-605-3900, 720-605-3900. Do it today. You'll be glad you did. Dr. Kirk, we'll see you next time. There's not one thing that you can buy at a grocery store today for a dollar. And it feels like a scary time, but it doesn't have to be scary for us. We may not be able to control the government or what they're doing with our spending or what happens with inflation, but we can control what we do. This is one ounce of silver, but you might have bought a one ounce silver that, you know, you paid $80 for it because it had a picture of Elvis on it. It doesn't matter what's on it. This is worth the spot price of silver that day. And so it's important that you're buying silver and not stories. And number two, that you're buying it from a broker that does not charge you a commission when you go to sell it. And so I know when I go to sell it, I don't want to pay a commission based on the increase. I only want to pay a commission based on the purchase of it that day. So when I go to sell it, all of that profit belongs to our family. We've known Kirk for over 25 years. His dad was a mentor of ours when we were first married. It's a family that I completely trust. For you to be able to connect with him, all you have to do is go to flyovergold.com. There's a place you can fill out your information. Someone from Dr. Kirk's team will give you a call to set up an appointment to help to answer your questions. It doesn't cost you any money whatsoever. Or you can call 720-605-3900. I am so glad that we did. Do it today. You'll be glad you did. Wow, such a great episode with Clay Clark. I love I love talking to him. He's, he's full of energy. He's always researching and, and digging. And there are there are answers. I yes. think there's a lot of actionable items mm-hmm. uh, in that. We talked a lot about finances, but but do reach out to Dr. Dr. Kirk mm-hmm. Elliott. Go to flyovergold.com. At least have that conversation because I do think that is the move to protect you from the things happening in our economy. And I think so, so much. So that's what we're doing. So, that's right. so partner with us on that. And join us at the Reawaken America event. Yeah. We would love to see you there. And we really appreciate uh, Clay plugging the Rumble channel for Flavor Conservatives, trying to get to 100,000 subscribers by close. January. We are so close. We need your help. So make sure you follow us on Rumble there. 
We bless you guys to make it a great day to realize that your future is better than your past. That's right. And uh, you can partner with God. You got the ability mm-hmm. to make it so. And we bless you to wake up, speak up, and show up. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We'll see you back here next time. Peace out, guys. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Flyover Conservatives podcast with David and Stacy Whited. Please subscribe, hit the notification bell, and leave us a comment below. Lastly, if you enjoyed today's podcast, share with those who came to mind. Be blessed and make it a great day. Yeah.